Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you from the Drunk Castle Studios here in New York City. And today, or this episode, is all about the blind items. It's our weekly tribute to our favorite type of gossip. Okay, maybe not really our favorite type of gossip. I, I actually prefer the reveals, but... You know, that's just me. Um, actually, it's not just me. If, if there's any former fans of Crazy Days and Nights, I, you all know that this is true. Auntie Lawyer used to save reveals for two times a year. January 1st and July 4th. Those were the two best damn times of the year because all of his blinds would be revealed. And I'm sure he had hundreds of thousands of page views and that's why he decided to um, start doing blind item reveals every day and making ordinary um, news stories blind items. Because for those of you who don't know, Crazy Days and Nights went from a typical a typical gossip blog to all blinds all the time. Um, and I don't know why we're talking about Crazy Days and Nights right now, but we need to get to our first blind item, which comes to us from Blind Gossip, actually. And um, for all the best blind items, go to blindgossip.com. This one is called More Bending. While some stars complain about the Met Gala, this young male star had a great time at the event. It wasn't so much the glitz and glam of the event as it was the shock of people's reaction to his appearance. He likes to experiment with makeup and feminine fashions in private, but was always concerned about doing it in public. Since this was essentially a costume party, he felt free to get a little experimental. He was shocked at how accepting people were, now he's excited about doing it, doing more of it in public. He will take it slow to gauge the reaction. While he is unlikely to show up anytime soon walking down the street in dress and heels and full makeup, expect more gender-bending inspired styles in his public appearances. And here, I, okay, so... I really, truly believe that this is Harry Styles. He's the most popular guest. Um, but that's not why I think it's him. I think it's him because... Literally, when he appeared on the red carpet for the Met Gala... My Facebook and Twitter feeds were all Harry Styles. And, to be honest, I thought he looked really good. He looked happy. He looked relaxed. He looked healthy. Which is not something that I've often been able to say about him. Uh, you know, I'm not a One Direction fan. I like maybe I like maybe one song. Um, and I I can't think of any songs from any of them that I like. Once the group broke up, maybe there's one. I don't know. I just don't remember it off the top of my head. But. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <clears throat> um, I'm having some technical difficulties here breathing. <laughs> you know, 
I think that he... Harry has always been very sensitive about how people perceive him. At the height of One Direction fame, there were a lot of people who kept trying to pair him and um, Louis Tomlinson together. And he hated that. I don't know if he hated it because he's not gay. Or maybe he is and he was just told he had to stay in the closet. Remember, One Direction is a Simon Cowell boy band. And Simon Cowell has very, very specific instructions for how he expects the boys to act. Whether it's right or wrong, we can debate all day long. But this is this is the truth of the matter, is he most definitely does do this. And it, it's a little bit odd to me, to be honest. Um, so... As we look at this, as we push further and further into it, I think what we're going to see is more of a um, a freer Harry Styles. And again, I don't know if he's gay or not. I don't follow him that much. I've always just assumed he was. Um, because even the super fans of One Direction had said he was, and I I know he's dated, and he had a public um, girlfriend, but I also know that she was a beard, because that was all over both Crazy Days and Nights and Blind Gossip. And again, whenever the, whenever they agree, uh, there's a much bigger chance of it being true. So, and, and I'm assuming that they had different sources, and those sources were both saying basically the same thing about his relationship. Plus, he dated Taylor Swift, the world's biggest beard. And you can hear Mandy screaming, damn it, Taylor Swift, right now. So, I'm going to go take a drink of water and hopefully be able to breathe again. I'll be right back. And I'm back. I'm still breathing. And I'm sorry you guys had to hear me cough. I didn't realize I was still recording when I coughed. But, you know, it would not be an episode without me coughing. Um, or almost dying or something. Um, sometimes I think the only reason why I have anyone listening to me is, be- is so we can see, you know, how is Ed going to die today? Um, <laughs> Alright, um... For some reason, Blind Gossip made this next one seem very Game of Thrones-ish. And I don't know why, because the the most popular, in my guess, for it have nothing at all to do with Game of Thrones. Unless they were just literally trying to... Um get it in there just for page views and um, SEO. SEO, by the way, is search engine optimization. Um, Anyways, obviously this comes from blind gossip. 
It's called Burn Them All. And it says, this female singer was very close to the members of this boy band for years. Then things fell apart. The boys broke up and were trying to find their footing as solo artists. She had some personal issues with her health and her relationships. It was an unhappy time for everyone. Their source says, what bothered her the most is that she thought that they would stick by her through thick and thin. Instead, they abandoned her. The final blow to their relationship came when she was shut out of a big lifetime event for one of the boys. The source says, she was angry and embarrassed because she used to be the most important girl in their lives for many years. She was hurt and mad when she figured out it was all over. She was fuming for months. If they were going to distance themselves from her, she was going to sever ties with them completely. Their source says, she decided to fire the management team that she and the boy shared for many years. She was one of their biggest clients, so it was her way of giving them all the finger and saying, I don't need any of you to be successful. Burn them all, burn them all. Unfortunately, her timing wasn't that good. Why? Because that management team suddenly has a big hit on its hands and is hotter than ever. Uh, this is Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers, particularly Nick Jonas. Um, I had to do some really quick research. Um, but Crazy Days and Nights, also, not about the management team, but Demi Lovato was pissed about not being invited to Nick Jonas's wedding to Priyanka Chopra. And in one of his items, anti-lawyer alleged that Demi Lovato has the goods on Nick Jonas and he's actually very scared that she's going to out him because apparently she has pictures of him. I don't know if that's true or if that's just something that was sent in on a whim, um, but that is the allegation. And there, there have been other blinds um, to support that. Um, and uh, allegedly, Priyanka is the one who didn't want Demi there because Priyanka wanted to be the most famous woman. Um, and Demi Lovato just fired her managers and hired Scooter Braun. Scooter is the manager for... Um, Justin Bieber. And, and I believe Selena Gomez. So she, I mean, Demi Lovato is in very good company. Um, you know, Justin, uh, Selena, and Demi are probably the, the future of music. Whether or not you like them is immaterial. Like, if you look at the, the consistent amount of hits that each of them has had, that's just the truth. M my opinion is... Um, Demi's probably the most talented of them all. Um, and, you know, the Jonas Brothers, it's interesting because they were just talking, you know, they, about how, when they broke up, they broke up because they didn't have a clear message anymore and they didn't know what they wanted to say. But if you look at the music that they made, um, so, with the exception of Kevin, if you look at the music that Joe made and that Nick has made, 
it's really not all that different. It's it's very sexual. Um, it's very relationship based. It's not the cute tweener stuff anymore. So I don't know what the problem is, unless Kevin just didn't want to. If he if Kevin wanted to keep making like tweener music, um, but "Kicked by the Ocean" by DNCE is probably one of the filthiest songs I've ever heard. It's a, and I mean I know you all know this, but it's about eating ass. Um, "Jealous" is kind of one of those songs where I think almost anyone could have sang it but I, I, you know I still like it and then Bacon was another filthy song I mean I when he performed it on the Billboard Music Awards I found myself getting a little hot I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um, so and I'm really sad that the friendship between the Joe Bros and Demi has come to an end because they came up together. They, you know, they were all on the same ladder up the Disney, um, up the Disney chain. So, it's kind of sad to see them fall apart the way they have. Maybe they'll get back together, but I doubt it. You know, I. At least not while Priyanka Chopra is in the picture. Apparently Priyanka is just a big old bitch. At some point I need to do a deep dive on her for you guys. But that'll come in time. Right now, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, this one, is, this blind is about a bad breakup. Um, it's kind of a throwback, which I love. So it's called, it's from Blind Gossip. It's called The Phone Thrower. It says, this actress is a big movie star. She can open a film and has won at least one Academy Award. A year or two ago, our divorced actress was dating a handsome young man in the music industry. They were in the middle of a romantic tropical vacation when she abruptly broke up with him and left. Well, she gave some weak public excuse about the breakup, we happen to know what actually happened on that vacation. They were having this romantic... Their source says, they were having this romantic vacation. Everything was cool. Then she got a hold of his phone and found out that he was sexting his other woman. She actually called the other woman to find out who she was and what was going on. Long story short, the woman is one of those quote-unquote models who likes to pose on Instagram with very little clothes on. She has been known to quote-unquote date actors and athletes. Anyway, she's confirmed that she was dating... Anyway, she she confirmed that she was dating the actress's boyfriend. Then, Then the actress threw the cell phone at the boyfriend and told him to go fuck himself and left the resort. While she is known for having a bit of temper and has been involved with a man or two who made headlines for fighting, it would be hard to blame our actress for getting angry and breaking up with the cheater. And I really, really, truly believe that this is Halle Berry and um, Alex the Kid. Uh, from what I remember of the story, 
Um, they were in Bora Bora. And she just abruptly left the vacation. Uh, and they and they broke up. And I don't remember the, there ever being a reason why they broke up. And I don't remember anyone really questioning the breakup either, to be honest. And I don't know why. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's so weird that I didn't want to look further into it or want to know more about the breakup. Because that's, honestly, that's the kind of stuff I love. I love the romantic intrigue and whatnot. Um, and especially since my dad loves Halle Berry, I used to try to keep up um, a lot more just so I had something to talk to him about that we could both kind of invest in. Um, which, you know, is a thing. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, like, Hallie, Hallie's ex beat up her baby daddy, um, and uh, the, ex, the ex who beat up the baby daddy, or maybe the baby daddy, one of them is a well-known male hooker, according to Inti Lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights, um, who has serviced the likes of Jennifer um, Aniston and... A few of the other top female celebrities. Um, I I should have looked it up before I started this segment, but I didn't. But I remember there's one where um, there was one blind item where and NC talked about how um, Halle Berry's ex would go down on Jennifer Aniston, and she would pay top dollar just to have him fly out to wherever she was. And, you know, she she was very generous with him because she really liked, um, liked it so much. Um, and Halle Berry herself is known for having a temper. And, and I'm really surprised no one talks about this anymore, but I'm hitting a guy and then running away in her car. That was a huge scandal a few years back. And, I mean, to be fair, she really rehabbed her image after that catastrophe. Um, but it really does seem like that that got so buried under everything else. Um, and we all just kind of accept this new persona that she has presented. And, you know, I... I guess I can kind of see why. I mean, it, it really does make sense. Um, because Americans love nothing more than a good comeback story. And I think Haley's is probably one of the, the greatest comebacks ever. And now we know why she broke up with Alex the Kid. And I realize that's not his real name, but who told him that that was a good stage name? Because that person needs to be slapped. <laughs> and I need to take a break, so I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, with this, with this item, um, y'all know I love me some old Hollywood gossip. Um, 
it's just so... The things that they used to do and get away with back in the day is so provocative and so much fun. Um, eventually, I think I'm going to do a line of old Hollywood books based on the gossip that I've, re- I've read about them. Um, first up would probably be um, the James Dean faking his death. Um, I honestly, I just need time to 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 fit everything together and um, and whatnot. But let's get on with this blind. Um, it's called Four for Friday: Lost to Holly, Lost to History, Old Hollywood, and this comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights. Lost was how she put it: lost as a person and lost to history. Her career in film, no one would ever see again because of tragedy that cost hundreds, if not thousands, of careers to be lost to history. Lost to history is one of the creators of a part of a of lost to history as one of the creators of a part of one of the film's greatest trilogies. Her story was set to be told. She wanted it told. She wrote a manuscript. Apparently, the manuscript still exists in a library at that Northern California castle. The manuscript was carefully discarded as discarded as the ravings of someone who had lost her mind. In it, though, she also talks about the early days of Hollywood and in great detail discusses one of the greatest directors of all time. I mean, everyone knows his name, even though you may not know... You may not, you might not have known he was a director. Permanent A++ list. Also, the center of every dispute she ever had. He stole many of her ideas, but only managed to have to admit it once. After that time, he had her blacklisted. So she wrote down everything he had ever done to anyone. She wrote about the rapes and assaults. She wrote about his drug use and his part in arranging violence and even killings of those he considered rivals. The list of misdeeds is extensive. The original editors thought she was discussing Jesus or God, but she was using it as symbolism in regards to some of the greatest known works of the time. Several people in the last decade have read the manuscript and it is a masterpiece. The problem is no one knows how to sell it or market it. So it stays there with all of its glorious gossip waiting to be seen. So the the best guess is here. And I'm going to look more into this story just because I'm really intrigued by it. Um, is Valeska Surrett, who rose to fame doing vaudeville. Um, and the director is allegedly... Cecil B. DeMille. Now, there's some debate as to whether or not people would know that Cecil B. DeMille was a director. There, there's one camp that says, oh, yeah, like, you, if you know anything about Hollywood, you know he was a director. And then there's another contingent that says, mm, you know, guys, I, I really didn't know. I'm in the camp that didn't really know. Like, I knew he was famous, but I wasn't quite sure why. And to be honest, back in the early days of Hollywood, a director would also be a producer. He would also be a writer. Um, 
so it wasn't quite as separated as it is now. Um, and again, you know, there's... Uh, old Hollywood is filled with mobsters and, and rapes and things of that sort. So it's not necessarily mind-blowing that this is something that happened. What is mind-blowing is that all of her films were lost in the in the um, Fox fire. So some years back, there was a huge fire um, on the Fox properties, and all these films were lost. And it's, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of films were lost. And, you know, obviously, they didn't know to back, you know, back things up or whatever back then, but there is a very real part of me that wishes they had because I wonder what we would be seeing if they'd known. I I think things would be so much different now. Um, you know, it, like I said before, I really just love old Hollywood. Um, the scandals and, and, and the bad behavior, but it was always cloaked. Um, and I... I really love Hedda Hopper. Um, she, I, I read a biography of her, Luella, uh, Luella Parsons, um, and and then she showed up on a few Bet and Betty and Joan, which was just a trip for me. Um, but you know, like I said, there was this whole veneer, and it was all glamorous and everything. And it's, it wasn't like it is today where bad behavior is rewarded instead of shunned. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, I kind of wish we could go back to those days. Um, so, there's that. I hope you guys really enjoyed this blind because I love old Hollywood blinds. And hopefully we can find some more. But I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So this uh, this item is uh, it, it's juicy, juicy. That's why I saved it for last. Um, I had thought about actually um, spinning this into a whole a whole story by itself, but I think the blind really stands on its own and is probably much better than anything I could have come up with. So it's called Controversy Dominoes. Comes to us from Blind Gossip. It's that time of it's that time of year when new TV shows are being announced and others are being canceled. There's something really interesting going on with two of the established shows though. This producer had multiple TV shows on the air. One show may have created some controversy, 
but now two of his shows are being canceled. The cast of the second show is shocked by their cancellation. They didn't see it coming. That's not all. The network feels that the controversy on the first show got completely out of control. He couldn't contain the rest of the cast and he did a poor job of crisis management. That's why they are looking to cut ties with him by not picking up his other show for renewal. So while the producer may not have caused the controversy, he did a poor job of managing it. One other thing, we noticed that when both of the now-canceled series were starting, the hotshot producer's name was always mentioned in the first sentence. They were his shows. Now his name seems to be left out of most articles, or simply mentioned in some inconsequential way. Seems like the network is distancing themselves from him. And his publicists are now distancing him from his shows. What a mess. Okay, so tomorrow, or in the next episode, we're actually going to be talking about the upfronts. Um, And there's some, obviously some juicy, juicy, juicy gossip um, coming your way. And part of that is going to be, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Jesse Smollett um, situation and, and what I'm hearing about what's actually going to happen with his character. Um, but this is clearly Lee Daniels. Um, Empire was renewed for season six, but also... Um, it was announced that it's going to be the last season for for the show. Uh, and, you know, depending on who you talk to, it's not, maybe not that surprising. Empire has been a, is a legacy show for Fox. Um, and, of course, they're going to treat it with as much respect as possible while also trying to usher it out of, out of and off of their schedules. Um, the other show was Star. And here, here's why this is such a, a big mess. Star's ca- cancellation really was a surprise. Up until almost the very end, they had been assured that they were going to be renewed. So the fact that they weren't is kind of... It's almost like a slap in the face to them. Um, you know, they all worked so hard on the show and they were, you know, their ratings were decent. And if you read any of the articles um, about Star's cancellation, they all say almost exactly the same thing, word for word. The ratings were strong and consistent. And a renewal was totally expected. So some people thought, oh, well, you know, this is, you know, Fox is changing up now that Disney owns the majority of the Fox assets now. And they don't have a TV production studio. Um, they're slimming down and they're going to more sports and reality. Um, the way they once were. Cheaper, more profitable. 
And that's true, they are. But, I think if you look at the bigger picture, they kept some shows with lower ratings than Star. And it, you knew that there had to be some reason for that. Um, and the fact that they're trying to distance themselves from Lee Daniels, and now Lee Daniels is trying to pretend like he didn't work on these shows, like he didn't create them and, and get them on air, is very telling. Um, and it's just one more wrinkle in this whole Jesse Smollett controversy. I don't know what what they expected to happen um, with the cast, because you really can't control people. And especially someone like Taraji P. Henson, who is known for speaking her mind and, and letting people know that she's no one's mouthpiece. She's going to say what she wants to say. She's going to do what she wants to do. I love and respect that about her. But, you know, that's just me. And that's going to do it for me for today. Thank you all so much for listening. Tomorrow, tune in, listen to the Upfront Gossip episode. I'm going to have tidbits from all the major networks. Um, Yes, it will be a long episode, but um, especially the NBC and ABC segments, I actually have director straight from people who work for the networks. Um, And I have some sources over at Fox who are telling me things. So you want to tune in for that. So until until the next episode, cheers. cheers.